Welcome. This podcast is an exploration into being human and what's possible when there's less attention on the noise in our heads. Warning. While listening to this broadcast, you may experience moments of deep peace, sighs of relief, personal insights, or long stretches of dead air. Do not be afraid. This is normal. Under the Noise with Wynne Morgan and Kate Roberts. Welcome to this week's podcast, Under the Noise, with me, Wynne Morgan, and... I'm Kate Roberts. Good to see you again, Kate. Good to see you. A few episodes ago, we did... We had a conversation about expectations. On our own expectations of ourselves. Mm. And we had an email. First of all, saying how much they enjoyed it. And then they asked the question, what about others' expectations of me? How do I deal with that? So in honor that we had the question coming in, this is us talking about that very specific thing, dealing with others' expectations of us. And it might be worthwhile, thought I just had now, Kate, is that if you and I share what we've, maybe even share a story in our own past about what we notice about other expectations, other people's expectations of us, and then what we see about that now, the thought I had. But I've sprung that on you. <laughs> <laughs> and by the look on your face, you might want a bit more time to think of it. You know, when, you know, looking back, it's, um, I've talked before on, on our podcast about my expectations of myself to get it right, mm -hmm. that it's on me to get it right and do it perfectly and efficiently and within a certain completely unrealistic time frame and and also the expectation of myself to, to be like the good girl. And growing up a minister's daughter, it's a little difficult sometimes when you think back on it. Basically, all the analogies you can think of where you don't really know what comes first, you know, other people's expectations of you in those situations or yours of yourself. But I think that while for most of my life, whether it was others' expectations of myself or mine that I put on me, I've only recently seen that it's all on this. It doesn't matter where it comes from, it's, it's all noise. That's pretty new for me. Those things seemed very solid for me most of my life and even still I'll sense other people's expectations of me and I feel um, some kind of response to it mm. as if it was something real yeah because you know like you were saying in last week's episode you don't really know until you know and that's for every time it shows up mm. in our experience, you know? 
So if I start to have some kind of response and I sense other people's expectations in me until that, until I see that it's noise, I don't really know it. Yeah. And I get to see it over and over again. So let's see if I understood what you said. <laughs> so you're saying that others' expectations are really ours. It's my noise. Noise in here, in my own head, as opposed to coming from other people. Is that what you mean? Well, I don't, it's not that they aren't having them, or maybe they're even, you know, having that whole experience of these are my expectations of you, right? Yeah. Um, I really just don't think if we, we knew it was noise, yeah. our first reaction would be, you okay? Because it wouldn't feel like it had anything to do with me. Because yeah. I would know that they're in their own noise, right? But I'm having some kind of response, like I need to show up that way, whatever way they're expecting me to show up. Because I didn't see that it was noise right away. Their noise, their, it felt like it was for me, like it had something to do with me. So it is my noise. It felt really real, you know, and oh, I need to do, oh, there's something for me to be and do, right? Yeah. So if I really knew it, it wouldn't occur to me that that had anything to do with me. It's kind of like, and actually maybe it's a good story for you. Um, you were telling me that you were meeting with somebody and they weren't on time and you just got really kind of up in your head about them not being on time and and you were like ready to get started and you know what I mean and then they just didn't see that that had anything to do with them <laughs> yeah the response you were having right and I think it's sometimes it's in the people that that really kind of seem to kind of get that when we're like oh yeah no that that totally is me <laughs> that's me having that experience. I don't know. What are you saying about that? I have a memory. Now, I don't know if it's an accurate memory. It might be a little bit of synthesized memories coming together into this one space and time when I was about 12. But I remember at the end of my first year of secondary school in the UK, so first year of, I, I guess you'd call it junior high when I was 12. Mm -hmm. And we had end of year exams. And I remember at some point having a conversation with my father, very well-meaning conversation with my father about, you better oh. do well in these exams win, mm -hmm. okay? I know it wasn't like a threat, and I'm pretty sure that wasn't the words he said, but that's how I took them. I took them. And I remember being there in the exam room, feeling my father's expectation, which is fascinating given the fact he wasn't there. 
So I had probably totally over uh, emphasized what he meant and made a story of a border what he meant when he said what he said in help, you know, probably just giving me, hey, you better go study, which is probably the meaning behind it. And then I, I took that on board as a way, better, better please my father, which was not really his intention. And then, of course, I'm there feeling this when he's not there. So of course it can't be him. Of course it wasn't him back in 1982 in that classroom. He was at work. I was there in school. And, it, you know, it's, it's, it's so clear to be, to be now, to me now, how obvious that is. But I darn well sure know I didn't know it at the time. That all of those things felt like as if it was coming from other people, from things, and that's where pressure and expectations would come from. But it can't be. It can't be. Because what we, when we often are concerned about living up to other people's expectations, the other people who apparently have these expectations about us aren't even there. So it can't be them that's causing us to feel the weight of expectation then. It can't be. It must be in our own mind and nowhere else must be from in here or as you said noise mm. noise you know the other example i watch a lot of sport a lot of sport i love it and i remember hearing a a pundit a tv commentator giving their point of view on a team's performance. And they'd been doing really well. And then the, uh, the pundit said, well, now they've got to learn to win when they're the favorite. It's been easy to win. They've been the underdog. But now there's expectation. How are they going to cope with that? And I thought, Interesting comment. I mm. just hope the people who play the game for that team know a lot more than that pundit. Because if you're playing the game, you know, right now as we're talking, there's, there's tennis on, there's soccer on, there's the NBA finals. Thankfully, the NFL season is going to start in the not too distant future. <laughs> And there's all of this kind of moment by moment performance, play by play, shot by shot. That has got nothing to do with anything outside. Nothing to do with expectation from the odds makers or what this other pundit might have said or what the coach said 10 minutes earlier or what the person in the crowd shouted. 20 seconds earlier, none of that. None of that has any relevance to the now performance, the now doing. 
And if it does, it's not that. It's this. It's our head right now. It's the noise right now or relationship with the noise right now that impacts now performance. Our now doing can't come from what someone said to us in the past unless we think it's so now. We think it's so now. And to me, it just fascinates me when I hear people literally pontificate about external factors having an internal impact. And it's just not how it works. And that's, to me, another example of other people's expectations and the impact that has or doesn't on me. And I think when people start to see that for themselves, I mean, really see it, I think that's why it's so freeing. Yeah. Because it's an, a weight that we carry unnecessarily. At least it feels that way. Like it feels like a weight. It does. Of all the people's expectations, right? It feels really real. So when we start to see that it's no more real than any other thought, it just really frees you up. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing to see. You know, as a teacher, I heard a lot of um, stories about studies that have been done of expectations. Like the expectations that a teacher has for a student and how that affects their performance, which seems really interesting to me in this conversation. Mm. That if you expect students to do well, they do well. So how does that work? I didn't get into a whole lot of research as far as the details of the studies that they did on student performance. And, but it seems interesting to me in this conversation of how, how does that work? Like if what we're saying is true, and it used to make a lot of sense to me mm. as a teacher, you know? my expectations of them, their expectations of themselves, my expectations of myself. Yeah, that all felt really real for a long time. Yeah. Still does sometimes. It's interesting, isn't it? That even as you were saying what you said, and I had a different feeling a few different feelings to when you said the word expectations in the last few minutes. I had a different feeling. Mm -hmm. So at one point I had the, ooh, the hope and optimism from a teacher that I could do well. Then I felt heavy under the burden of an expectation and I better live up to it. Then I just got puzzled by the fact I had two very different feelings to the same word. And then I remembered, of course, of course, they're independent. They're not the cause. Now, there may be a correlation to the 
the research may well be incredibly val valid. And a lot of research would say, well, 68% of. Well, it shows a correlation. But that doesn't mean causation. Because mm. if it's 68% works this way, well, what about the 32 that doesn't? So clearly that's not a direct, absolutely this equals that situation. So what's what's the missing link that takes this, let's say it's 68% of people perform really well because of the teacher's expectations and the 32% might be split into as expected before or worse than. How do you account for that, right? It's just, it's interesting. It's interesting. And it's the same thing going on as my different feeling that I had a few minutes ago when you said the word expectation three or four times. Because mm -hmm. I'm making meaning. I'm, Wynne is making meaning of Kate's words. It's not Kate's words having an impact, direct causal impact on me. I'm making the meaning. It's a heck of a thing to notice. The optimism, the hope, the burden, the weight is all happening in my mind. And always has and always will. You know, an expectation is... Um... Especially, I think, when it's other people's expectations of us. But just like your response to what I said about teacher expectations, right? When it's real, when it feels really real, whether it's good or bad, just like you said, you're like, ooh, yeah, oh, yeah, that would make me feel good. Oh, no, that seems too heavy. It's a rabbit hole, like a never ending rabbit hole that people could spend forever in mm. until you realize that it's noise. Yeah. It's all noise, all story, all yeah. narrative, all created by our own thought in the moment, in the moment. Mm -hmm which means it doesn't require the attention that it sometimes thinks it would tell us it warrants. That's not true. It's noise. And it also goes back to what we chatted about in the previous episode about innocence. Mm. You can't know that until we know it. Like you said and even when we forget and remember, there's an innocence to that as well. Yes, there is. Human being forgets and remembers. Not going to be front page news. <laughs> Not newsworthy. Really isn't. So it just shows how absolutely normal is too light a word for it, but it's the best I've got right now, how normal it is for us to forget and remember and forget again and remember again. We do that all the time. So it doesn't require us to give ourselves a hard time over what we all do 
all the time. How cool would it be if everyone could see that even just for a second? Yeah. That whatever expectation that they're having, whether of themselves or other people having it of them, it's, imagine if they could live one moment where they didn't feel any of that. All the pressure would melt away. It would. You've been listening to Under the Noise with me, Wynne Morgan, and Kate Roberts. If you want to get in touch with us, our contact details are below in the information on this podcast and below if you're watching on YouTube. We always love to hear from you. If there's anything that you'd like us to talk about in future episodes, then do get in touch. And if there's anything about this episode that uh, has spoken to you, then again... We'd love to hear from you. Have a great week. Thanks for joining us. We'd love for you to subscribe, rate, and review. If you have a topic or question that you'd like us to chat about, email Wynn or Kate at win at winning.co.uk and kate at katerobertscoaching.com. Until then, enjoy what's possible under the noise.